And welcome back to the Dew Point Report. The digital electronic world as we know it has certainly changed these days, hasn't it? The other day I was reminded how important it is to remind people of what the digital electronic world really is. We live in this busy sense of busy. However, it isn't quite as tumultuous as we often make it out to be. And that brings me back to my previous point that I made in what I referred to as the need to find simple common denominators, meaning what is it that we have in common with most people that can help us better understand how we actually have more in common with others than we don't? Oh, it's so simple to just find reasons to not get along or ignore one another. I don't know if I mentioned this in the previous recording. However, there was someone who mentioned, oh, they just told me to ignore you. And I mentioned to that individual that that is not a healthy habit. Of course, they continued to ignore me, so I didn't really know if they ever did understand the importance of not ignoring someone. Not ignoring someone and not ignoring a situation that is unhealthy. And furthermore, the reason you do not want to ignore a person, unless, of course, individuals are toxic to your wholesome environment, meaning if they don't bring to you a a positive contribution to what you consider healthy living, And we can always explore that at a different time. But at this moment, we're talking about communication patterns and why it isn't good to live in circumstances or be in circumstances because sometimes it's a work environment, sometimes it's a social environment, and sometimes it is a familial environment. in which it actually is not a good thing to ignore someone. It's a better thing to find the commonalities of where someone can strengthen what is good about a situation as opposed to focus on what is negative. And I said I would return in a couple of days to discuss what some good habits were. Now... Here I am. I am here. This is I. I am in this very situation. Boy, now I sound like Dr. Seuss, don't I? Please excuse. That sounded not so much poetic and not so much uh, like a whimsical rhyme time book. It just sounded a little bit circular. 
but certainly back to the point. The purpose of reconciling situations, and what I mean by that is really having a conversation as opposed to ignoring a situation, is you don't want to have time go by a day, a week, a month, a year, a year and a half, two years, and you haven't even spoken to the person because somebody had said to you, just ignore them. Well, if you had been so gullible and ignored that person because you listened to someone who likely didn't even know you that well and didn't even know the person that you were suddenly ignoring, strategy would have been all wrong. You would have missed out on years of experiences, on years of growth, and likely you would have grown away from the potential of getting to know that individual even better. Worse yet, if it was a family member, what then, years down the road, when somebody says, what was your favorite memory of that person? And you can only draw to mind the last conversation which was, oh, they told me to ignore you. Would that be what you would last want to think of about the person when there could have been so much potential? Likely not. And so, waste not the time that is in front of you And look not back to the times that once were, but more importantly, learn to be an individual who recognizes strengths as opposed to whittles people to their weaknesses. How is that even possible, you might ask? Well, recently I was reading the book called The Proust and the Squid. Actually, it might be Proust and the Squid. I'll have to go back and look at the exact title. It isn't in front of me at this second. But what I like about the book and the references that it makes, now it has some areas where I don't exactly agree with the author, but that happens in many situations. You can't always agree 100% with other people or, other, or, other, or authors because people have different perspectives. And so part of reading and part of learning from other individuals is that you get to know different perspectives. 
If we never ventured past our own personal perspective, we would always remain the type of individuals that never learned anything new. So, Proust and the Squid. What did I enjoy about the book in particular, and how does it connect to this point of moving past difficult situations and learning how to find commonality in the development of good communication skills? What the book often refers to is how the brain learns to create new pathways, particularly in the learning of languages. And it takes you through an understanding of how individuals who learn new languages actually teach their brains how to reconfigure themselves. If the brain technically didn't learn a new language, it would never reconfigure itself. Now, it's bit of a painful process. And it's a marvel that the brain can do this. Now, learning another language is quite a feat. Going from one language to a second language is what I'm referring to. Going from two languages to three languages is an even bigger accomplishment. So on and so forth. Now, you can imagine why this then relates to the point I'm making. Because an individual who has learned two, three, four, five languages, their ability to find common ground with more people, more cultures, is profound. Because they have the ability to make connections at a deeper level than someone who only had one language as a feather on their cap. Now, once in a while, the birds in the yard, and I say that quite literally because there are Falcons and hawks and pigeons and ravens and blue jays, and I could go on, that strewn about and fly so happily throughout not only the backyard, the front yard, the entire area, and once in a while they drop a feather. And I pick up these feathers, and I do actually stick them in my feather cap. But it's actually a saying, a feather in your cap. So someone who has five languages that they have learned, they may have five feathers in their cap to resemble the five languages that they have learned. And that 
gives them a broader perspective on how they can develop commonalities with people of different cultures than they may have grown up with. Their native language may not be the one that they're able to speak in the languages that they then in turn can develop commonality. So that is one of the points that I was making about how it's so important that we sit down with people and find a sense of what do we have in common? Now, it actually can be just as simple as the young lady in the commercial who asks the question, what does the dishwasher do? She's probably asking that because she likely sees her parent or guardian rinsing the dishes, spending a good amount of time doing that, and then putting the dishes in the dishwasher, and then listening to the dishwasher do the same thing for a good 30, 45 minutes. And then the dishes still have to get put away in the cupboard. It's a logical question as to why is the dishwasher even around if the work has already been done. Now, truly, in some sense, the dishwasher is more of a rinser, cleanser kind of concept. But it does depend on the capacity of the dishwasher, and it also does depend on the dishes themselves and how many were in the dishwasher and the efficiency. So there are different variables. But the question is an important one. And often when we ask ourselves questions, do we provide an answer or do we just ask questions. In the sense of why it's important to communicate effectively, if with every single person we had discord, we ignored them, we likely wouldn't talk to very many people. Thus, our ability to mend situations just the way we might mend our clothes when there's an accidental tear or they get worn from overusage, our ability to do that means we truly do enjoy wearing that or we want to continue to keep that for many years forward. If we were usurpers of resources, usurpers that didn't care one way or another as to what went into the creation of those clothes, we perhaps would just throw them out. But that's not much in our nature, is it? We more often than not 
are likely to mend the shirt. Put a button back on. And continue to wear it for years. In the sense of communication, we always want to look at how is this going to be good for both people in the situation? Am I going to make a positive contribution? Is what I'm about to say going to be a good thing or a negative thing? If it turns out it would be a negative thing, one must truly reconsider the conversation, the words of choice, and the behavior. This is why the saying, think about what you're going to say before you say it. It isn't just a saying because it's a saying. It truly has rhyme and reason, meaning that it truly has a reason for being said. Now I hope that these thoughts for today have helped a little in what will provide us an essence of stronger communication methodology. Because after all, we can't always agree on everything. That is true. But when we reach that difficult moment of, whoa, now that is not agreeable, how do we approach that? And can we approach it in an effective manner so that it is civil, clear, and concise in how we have communicated our purpose to the other individual. This has been a moment of the Dewpoint Report with Margarita.